What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to Damien After Dark. I don't know about you, but where I'm at, the weather is beautiful. I'm home in my backyard right now recording, which is the beauty of doing this podcast. I can pretty much do it wherever I want, but the sun is shining. There's a breeze. Uh, birds are chirping. I'm not sure if you can hear that in the background, but summer is pretty much here. It's June. It's the first week in June, which is my favorite month of the year because one three reasons one it's the summertime who doesn't love the summertime two it's my birthday month it's gemini season and three it's pride month so there's a lot of things going on this month to celebrate i will be 26 next week on june the 17th my oh my how my 20s are flying right by but you know what 20s um, they say that your 20s are like pivotal and they really are because you're learning so much about yourself you're going through so much your mind is constantly changing you're evolving as a person like your 20s really are a time of learning and and um, experience and so much more and I can at least say you know going on 26 I've been through half of my 20s now that it's been a whirlwind crazy ride you know I got to do so many things that I wouldn't change it for the world. You know, I've met so many great people, gone so many places, experienced so many things, done so much that it's 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 been a lot of fun. You know, it really has. So if you're in your 20s right now, like I am, hold on, hang on for this bumpy ride. It's a lot of fun. If you're about to go into your 20s, you're right out of high school, you know, you've got a lot to learn. You've got a lot to, to grow into. Don't rush into your 20s thinking, oh, gosh, i got to have a kids. I've got to be married. I've got to grow up right now because you don't. I feel like a lot of people think that they have to rush right into adulthood and having a family and a house and all that right in your 20s when you don't. You can simply just, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it and take the journey. Take your journey you know, for what it is. And um, so, yeah, also this month is Pride Month, which I am super excited about. June is Pride Month, which is all about celebrating who you are. You know, this month is all about being who you are without persecution. We live in a country where we are able to say and do what we want without crazy consequences like death or being beat or being raped you know a lot of these other countries have strict crazy laws in for gay propaganda to where you can't put on your facebook's happy pride so many people often say things like why do we need a gay pride month or you know um and it's the same as like the same to those that say why do we need a black history month Minoritarian groups, minority groups like gay people and black people, we have been all across, you know, for years now, have been persecuted, um, made fun of, beaten, raped, all, so many different things just for being a different skin color or just for being, having a different sexual orientation than other people. Um, and this is what these months are for, to celebrate, to uplift, to to make people feel better about themselves. And I say often, I'm so proud to be an American because we get to do these things freely. So 
Happy Pride Month to everybody out there. And if you are struggling with your sexuality, I know it's very cliche to say, but it does get better. Things really, really do get better with time as you come into yourself and who you are. Um, so if you hear this message out there and you are in the closet, as they call it, just know, trust the process, trust your own journey. Everybody's journey is different in how they get to becoming who they are, but things will get better. If that means me leaving your town or whatever you need to do, they will get better. With that being said, we're about to get into so many different stories. Keontae is back with me on this episode, having me co-host, and we're diving into so many different things. I hope you're ready. Buckle up and let's get into it. Okay, one popular conspiracy theory that I think a lot of people has brought up, talked about, whatever, I know I've had the same conversation with friends, is the Facebook conspiracy that they are listening to you and then posting what you're talking about through ads on Facebook. And that is just what Tyler Mears in the UK thinks as well. And this is according to mirror.co.uk. Tyler Mears is convinced that Facebook is spying on her after two advertisements popped up for random products that she had just been chatting about. The journalist had been talking about some very unusual things, and the next day, advertisements appeared on her timeline. Now, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg has denied the social network uses your phone's microphone to listen to your conversations and targets you with ads. But despite this, the urban myth still persists. So, do you feel like the big question here is, do you feel like Facebook is listening in on what you say? Because they have these little things in your settings on your phone, access microphone for this app, this app, this app, this app. And if you have your uh, microphone access for Facebook, some people are saying that, hey, they're listening to what you're talking about. And then they are posting these advertisements for the same things on your phone. How Do, do you feel like that? Or do you think people are just a little too paranoid and that this is based off of your maybe search history or something hell to the yeah this is happening i mean it happened to us when we were downstairs remember we ordered that pizza a few weeks ago let me see also we had so a few weeks ago me and damien ordered Domino's, and my phone was sitting on his coffee table and he ordered the pizza from his phone and we were just talking about it was a it was the same pizza we got today, Alfredo, spinach, and chicken. And he was asking me, like, you know, what do you like on your pizza, etc. Long story short, we ordered the pizza on his phone. Literally 20 minutes later, I'm scrolling on Instagram. As I'm scrolling on Instagram, I see an ad for the exact same pizza. A white pizza with chicken and spinach on it. Mind That's you, my so phone weird. was never touched. I never searched it. So, hell yeah. But then again... Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg has went in front of the Senate and has said that Facebook does not listen to conversations. The only time audio is recorded is when you're using your phone or you um to record a video or you're on Facebook Live. That's the only time he claims that they record you. But I don't know. That's just he may not even he may not even know how does he know what's going on? He's one person over this huge fucking company. I mean, I, some would say, well, that's his company. You know, he knows what's going on. But at the same time, you never know. He may not have a fucking clue or he may just be saying that to not cover the that, shit up. 
But like, if one does it, they all do it. Amazon already admits that they have people that, that, is that what screens I was saying, your information like, anytime you talk to Alexa. If if it wasn't for that information being public and known now, I would say no. I don't think that people are listening in on us. I really don't. But after that whole Amazon Alexa thing and them saying that they admitted to people listening in, I believe it. Honestly, I feel like they do. The only reason why is because, I don't know if people know this, but iPhones are encrypted. Like, you're... Apple needs to go through you. They need your consent, your permission to access your text messages, your photos, your audio scripts, FaceTimes, anything. They need your permission. So even let's say you you did some some bad shit, you go to the police, the police go to Apple, they still Apple have to come to you in order to get that consent to release anything from your phone because mm-hmm. all your data is encrypted. So I'm pretty sure they use these third party apps to get to us. So I think it is I definitely think it's a thing. Well, I think it's a myth that... Conspiracy confirmed. Conspiracy, whatever. I think it's something that will continue to um, circulate because it happens all the time and it's very, very weird. It's very weird. Moving right along. All right, we all know someone, somebody who has slept with a married man, married woman, however you want to put it. We all know um, the home-wrecking type. Well, this next story comes from Miss Ebony on Instagram or Twitter. I'm sorry, Miss Ebony, and that's at X I T S E B at X It's Eb on uh, Twitter. And she tells the story of how she was dating a man who turned out to be married and she was unaware of his marital status and found out in the most shocking way. Here's what Ebony had to say. Keontae with the story. So, <clears throat> I thought I matched with the man of my dreams on Tinder. His wife, pregnant wife, called me today to inform me of his passing in a bloating accident. Here's the story. <clears throat> this is coming from Miss Ebony. I matched with this fine-ass man on Tinder who was a single dad. So, I'm like, oh, cool. Let me get my stepmom on. We get to talking and this man is promising me the moon and the stars and I'm eating it the fuck up. Because, well, he's fine. Like... I don't know what else to tell y'all. So we went a couple days together and he pounded my uterus into the stratosphere. Talked me through all my nuts. We had a great time. I'm happy as hell, y'all. We fall off and the tech slow down and I charge it to the game, ready to take the L in silence. You know, just move along and take the counter for what it was. Amazing dick. He left me on red Monday and I couldn't check his snap score. The bitch crazy. It hadn't changed for two days, so I checked again, and he blocked me, so I texted him telling him off. He immediately calls me, or so I thought. Y'all, it was his wife. I answered thinking it was him, and I'm so mad. I'm like, hello, she says back. <clears throat> hello, this is so-and-so's wife. I just wanted to let you know that he died Monday in a boating accident. I'm pregnant with our second child, and I just picked up the phone from the, from the police station. And his phone was found in the center console of the truck. I apologized to her for her loss and deleted all my dating apps. That's the end of this thread. <clears throat> and then she goes on to say that by the time we spoke, it was early-ish evening. And her tone was really struck. It sounded like she was super defeated and she was kind of curt with me. But given the circumstances, I understand. I found their wedding website online and they had met on Tinder in 2014. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I feel bad for the wife. 
over anything because not only did her husband and her baby daddy pass away, she has to deal with, oh my God, he was cheating on me the whole time. But that's a classic iteration of a Nas situation. Of a what? Nas, niggas ain't shit. <laughs> it stupid. Is. Literally, because like, <laughs> you could give somebody the world, and I'm pretty sure if they, if the, if he had a kid on the way that he had probably given his wife the world and she done the same, and niggas would still just screw you over. Mm-hmm. But you know what? How you get them is how you lose them. I keep telling people that. You find them on Tinder, you're going to lose them to a Tinder bitch. Oh my god, I could imagine like if I was dating somebody and it was going well and then I get a call to find out, oh, this is their significant other and they're dead. But oh, I god. wonder if she blames Mike Drop. What the fuck? I wonder if she blames <laughs> the the mistress. Would you blame the mistress? Um No. I mean the girl didn't know. You know, she said she was on Tinder. She matched with a guy. She thought he was a single dad. He lied to her. It's not her Obviously, fault. Obviously he had to lie if if she was eating it all, all, and then she was so explicit to say that he like garnished her guts or whatever she said. I don't know. Good dick. Yeah, moving right along. And more important headlining news, and I say that because we get on here and trash talk about a lot of celebrity bullshit and things that aren't necessarily so important but entertaining. However. This next story, um, I think, is something we should talk about because out of respect for the victims, I would say, Keontae can elaborate more on that. Tell us what's going on. So last Friday, May 31st, there was a mass shooting um, in the city of Virginia Beach at the Virginia Beach Municipal Building. Um, The Municipal Building had uh, various departments, public works, public utilities, etc. Needless to say, uh, suspect Dwayne Craddock went in and shot 12 of the employees. He was a former employee there himself, but he was thinking about resigning. They're not sure why he was resigning because he had a great track record with the department, with the city itself. He even served on the Chamber of Commerce. So it came with great shock. And after a shootout with the police, he was finally killed himself or pronounced dead at the scene. The weird thing about it was, and it's always like these loners that do this crazy shit. People who are like, stand alone and don't really talk to a lot of people. Because his neighbors said they never seen anybody come into his house. No family, no nothing. They never even seen him bring groceries into his house. It's how some weird ass aloof went. And then they say his wife, and it's always polar opposites. They say his wife was like the complete opposite. She was like a social butterfly. He was married in 2008, but then later divorced in 2013. And people suspect that he kind of started going down after that. Some people literally live in depression in secret. You you would never know. Uh, like you have people that are like be smiling and shining one day to the next thing. Can we just stop the, the school shootings altogether, please? Can we just... Not, not, not even just school schools. shootings. Yeah. I don't mean to say school. I don't know why I'm thinking Just mass school. shootings. It's mass crazy. shootings in general. And it's like you can't... And I was just thinking about it. I was like after that story happened and i read about it at night i was thinking like damn like i we travel so much and we be here and there we'd be at the airport there's shooters at the airport we'd be at theme parks it's like you never know where these people are you never know what goes to people's head that's why like you can't really be fucking with everybody now right like um 
But, you know, at one point I was afraid, like when all this was going on back with the Pulse nightclub and not even just there, everywhere, that Ariana Grande concert that she had. Hell yeah. And there was um, in Manchester and that got shot up. I was like, I'm scared to even go to concerts. Bro, the most craziest one, um, Las Vegas, was it 2017, 2018? In yeah. Las Vegas when the dude was at the, uh, the MGM. Or is it MGM? Or Mandela Bay or something like that. Either one. I've never been to Vegas. But shit, he was like on the 59th floor. He shot all them people. Like that shit's even fucking scary. Yeah, but. Like it's when you least expect it. Like I was saying, it, some people fear to even go anywhere now. But I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to. You can't stay inside and be scared. A, a, sh- a shooting can happen. Not even just a shooting. Any act of terror can happen anywhere. That's not a time of place. You might as well just live your life, live your best life shit while you're here because you never know. And then the, the sad part about this story, it happened at the end of the day. It happened right before their ass about to clock out. It happened like at 4.30. Like, damn, bitch, I can't even go home in peace. Right. So we are going to send condolences to everybody and the family or the families that lost uh, loved ones in that shooting. Even the families of the suspects, too, because I know they're hurting. Yeah, that's sad. Probably never be seen it coming. Because could you imagine, like, your brother or somebody that you're really close doing something like that? And then you just hear about it on the news because I'm pretty sure that's the first thing you think about, but the last person you think will do it. Mm. Yeah, prayers to Virginia Beach. It's time for The Rundown. We are running down some of Hollywood's hottest stories right now. Marlon Wayans honors his daughter in honor of Pride Month. <clears throat> Tupac penned the letter that to Madonna is now for sale. Uh, there's a video that surfaced of a young Alex Rodriguez manifesting a dream date with Jennifer Lopez. That's so weird because now they're together. I guess you really can't manifest things and it and it happened. Um, young Thug responds to backlash after video surfaces of young daughter driving. Um, there's a video of Adele setting fire to the rap game. I don't know if you saw that video. You see that video of Adele on Instagram rapping? Who is she rapping to again? I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. I don't remember. But yeah, I did. Um, Skin bite. Chris Evans is not here for the straight pride parade. And he came out and said some things about that because somebody was wanting to have a straight pride parade. I did see that. I'm like, straight pride is every fucking day. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? Um, the wife of the Warriors owner, did you see? Of course, you've seen that whole. Um, it's a big story on Instagram this week was Beyonce and Jay Z were at a Warrior. Golden State game, some kind of basketball game. It was Forgive the finals me. between the Raptors and the Warriors, and the Warriors are sucking dick right now. Yeah, you're the sports guy. I don't know, barely. But um, yeah, I did see that. But you know what's so funny? The same thing happened, but it was reverse a few years ago in 2014 with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, but you know what's so crazy though? They was all wearing the same exact color schemes that they're wearing here now. Five years later. That's so weird. What the fuck? But I don't know. I I seen I seen that first clip of Beyonce like being like this, and then I seen another clip where she kind of like gave the girl the nudge. But when asked about it, the Warriors' wife she said that she was just asking them like what they want to drink. She was like getting them, you know. Yeah, maybe it was just bad timing. You know, Beyonce and might have been. It might could be totally nothing. If that and you know how Beyonce likes to act all nonchalant. Like she be doing that shit on purpose. Remember the ele- the elevator scene at the Met Gala? She was just standing in the corner trying to look. Cute. Yeah, she's like she always got that. 
her like image. Yeah. She's always trying to protect her image. But obviously. even even bigger news happened at uh, um, I think it was Game Three of the Warriors. The one of the owners, who you know the owners, they don't they don't like niggas as it is. He shoved Kyle Lowry, like shoved him. Kyle Lowry, I mean, for one, you're sitting on court side, and I don't know if you guys seen this online, seen it on Instagram, but there was a video that was leaked, and Kyle Lowry was he like came off the court and shoved into the um. The sidelines, and he kind of hit, bumped into one of the owners, co-owners of the Warriors. Then the dude just like shoved him so nastily. It was on. Like he's like, oh, like get off of me. Like LeBron even said something about it. He was very disappointed. Um, the Warriors actually they issued an apology to Kyle Lowry and all to the fans as well. Cause like he just don't do shit like that. And then you got to be able to keep your fucking cool too there. Because... Yeah, because they because. If it was the reverse end and Kyle Lowry oh, would have popped off on him, he would have got suspended for the rest right. of the finals. Yeah. Uh, Ray J is getting into the marijuana business. I that. That, that's a smart business venture, I feel like, for celebrities. Because you put your name onto a, so a product like pot. Oh, my God. It's like double whammy. You really gonna fucking, you're really going to really gonna rake in. Good. Um, Lee Daniels responds to rumors that Justy Smollett is returning to Empire. I thought Empire was canceled. I don't see why he would even there'd even be a rumor that he is responding. That like I'm just over all of anything Justy Smollett, anything Empire. Like I don't even, even give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just don't even care. Uh, Iggy Azalea had um, nude photos leaked what last week, um, which I think ultimately would probably help her career more than hurt it because I think she knows that that's why they're missing and they've been leaked (laughs) (laughs) right that's the thing like these celebrities have nudes photos leak it's like hmm did you really the most pathetic one was Justin Bieber went right before he was uh was releasing was it boyfriend 2.0 it was in like 2015 or 2016 Mm -hmm. his nudes leaked like a week before actually his laptop mysteriously got missing in his new sleep a coincidence like a week or four days or so before his album P, uh, P. Diddy allegedly has a new girlfriend and that is your rundown oh, I saw Asian Persuasion uh, yeah you saw her yeah she's pretty in book news if you're a reader Lamar Odom just released a very juicy memoir where he is spilling all the tea. So if you don't know who Lamar Odom is, he is the ex of Khloe Kardashian from Keeping Up With The Kardashians. They have not been together uh, for a while now, but he was a big part of the show. And in this new memoir called um, From Darkness to Light, he opens up about a lot of different things from his sobriety now to um, cheating on Chloe with over 2,000 women, which blows my mind. What else was in that book that was like all over the headlines? It was several things that kind of blowed my mind. I actually read the free sample version because I'm not going to spend $25 on a damn book. <laughs> I read the first 30 pages of it and I got a lot... Um, Apparently, he estimated himself, this is coming straight from Lamar, he spent $100 million on drugs in his but life. Do you even, is he even, can we see what his net worth is? Cause is he even at worth? One, at one point, dead ass. I think this was, was like he high when he said that. 
Because a hundred million dollars on drugs, you'd be fucking dead. I feel like. I believe his net worth was six million, like right before he started getting serious with Chloe. Um, additionally to that, when he, for one, um, remember back in May or was it October twenty fifteen? Some some point in twenty fifteen, uh, when he had a near death near death experience at that brothel in Las Vegas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, come to find out, he believes that the owner of the brothel drugged him. Because he says, per Lamar, he said he does not take any drugs overnight. At night, he goes to bed around 8 p.m. But then again, who's to say it wasn't the strippers or whoever else he had to go to? Exactly. Drop something down. And they were probably like, oh, we've got this high-profile client here. Let's get him super fucked up and get him to spend all this money. Yeah, and I let him to have, was it 12 Caesars, 6 strokes, and his heart stopped twice during surgery. Or... That's that's some crazy shit to undergo and mm-hmm. still live. That's how you know you got the grace of God by you. That is mind blowing as fuck. Yeah, I just he I saw where he wants Chloe back, and I think I'm one of the very very few who actually would love to see them get back together. A lot of people say run Chloe run, which I feel like Chloe should kind of keep her distance in a way because she just went through that whole cheating thing with. Tristan Thompson, you know, I think she needs to just focus on her business and being a mother here for a minute before she decides on um, jumping back into love. However, I loved her and Lamar together, and I would love to see them back together, especially if he's sober now. Now, something tells me there's a little something, something going on. But you know what? The way Lamar be acting. Speaking of the show, Chloe and Lamar, remember there, his friend, uh, was it Johnny or Joey? Jamie. Jamie. Jerry Sarigachi, whatever his last name is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Come to find out, he was casted as a, he was casted as his friend on the show. I saw that shit. And didn't their chemistry come off like they've been friends forever? It came off so authentic, which is crazy how production worked. That's so it weird. It came off so authentic. He knew so much about Lamar, at least we thought he did. He he briefed him on it, but But I'm mad about that. Don't fool and lie the, to the viewers and say this is his longtime friend when all along he was fucking casted for the show. I wonder why they did that. I don't know. But um Lamar's book is really juicy. He's been doing a press tour here lately for it. Um you can check it out. I'm sure it's an audio book. I'm sure it's on Amazon. Your local bookstore it's called from darkness to light filling you in on everything in his life his relationship with chloe kardashian and what it was like during the process of filming keeping up with the kardashians did you hear about i think me and you might have talked about this tiffany haddish and her audition trick and what she does to oh get, yeah okay yeah. so for those who don't know tiffany haddish is a comedian um, I don't particularly find her that funny. She thinks she's a comedian, but she really just mediocre. Yeah, she's not like I prefer like the old. Com- I like I like Monique, you know, Queen Latifah. Yeah, like the even old- Wanda Sykes. Right, ass was funny. I don't even give a shit really about. I think I Tiffany Haddish. I think it, I think people just felt bad for her. Not even I ain't even trying to bash her because literally I could meet her. She could be like the nicest fucking person I know, but. From what I see, I'm just not this But anyways, carry on. Yeah, I just I question a lot of her motives, like the bringing the chicken in her to, purse. Man, God, it was so fucking tight. I feel like that was just more so for attention. I hope, I hope Anna heard about that. But she, Anna. she, 
opens her mouth a little too much and puts her foot in her mouth because she said in an interview that she goes when she goes into these auditions she would leave her purse purposely in the audition room with her phone recording and then walk out of the room later to come back 10 minutes later and say oh i forgot my purse and then she would have all the recordings of what the casting directors the producers whoever she had that on recording in her phone of her critiquing of what they were saying about her and um, oh, she she said that some i think she said that some one of some of the uh, casting directors was like she was too ghetto or she wasn't ghetto enough trying to stereotype her and i understand you know her frustration and kind of why she did it but i wouldn't have told anybody that i would have been my little secret because now at least now like because you're so early on to your career like you just came out maybe two years ago and nobody's gonna want to work with her i feel like that and it's like you you haven't created enough of a legacy to like tell your secrets and say like this is where i made it you're just telling secrets because you got nothing else to fucking sell yeah if oprah did it i can see because bitch you you got the two and a half billion dollars. You want to force this every year. Tiffany can easily be forgotten about. Exactly. Like, tell me your secrets and how the hell you get to the Forbes list. Don't tell me how you got in the damn movie with Kevin Hart. That wasn't funny. Wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Tiffany, Tiffany, I wouldn't have told anybody that. Because if I was a producer at Tiffany, I, I would feel some kind of way I like wouldn't I'm hire violated. you. Like, if I was casting a movie and we was like, okay, we need a, I want to. Uh, Hood, I want to, um, no, what's the word I'm looking for? A big, a big role, like a big time, big time black um, female movie star to be in my movie, a comedic. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to fucking choose Tiffany, ha- Tiffany Haddish. Just wouldn't be the one for me. Cause yeah, I would be like, I can't trust her. What's she going to come on set and do record everything we talk about. I think she's trying to become a new age comedian. Like I've never understood her comedy style. Like I don't know where she fits in on the spectrum because I feel like she tries to all be, over the place. Yeah, I feel like she tries to appear like to the new age comedy, but bitch, you too old. You know, it's kind. Of, it's kind of like she's going on both ways. I don't know. She got a. But, she's still finding herself. But in a way, you know, if you look at it on the other end of the spectrum, it helped her get these jobs because she listened to what they were saying about her and, and she were, corrected she it corrected yeah. to go back to these but let that auditions. be your own little secret we don't need to exactly. know that and we not supposed to know that either because it's fucking illegal technically exactly but i don't know okay moving on to the next story before we continue i kind of want to touch back on um one the head the marlon wayans headline you did in the rundown when you said that he's um commemorated his daughter for pride month mm-hmm. his 19 year old daughter i think more parents need to do that i'm not saying more parents need to do that but i'm glad that it's taken a public figure to bring like the situation in and letting these people these kids feel more comfortable right i agree 100 percent. i agree i think that more parents need to take notes from him because when you're a child you're in a state where you're you know vulnerable in a way and you want to have someone like your parent that you can be open and honest with and share your fears and right things like that with and i think if you go to school and you deal with bullying because you're gay you should be able to come home and confide in your parents parents, exactly not have to worry about coming home and them bullying you too or and cussing you out beating whatever the case may be there's so many different terrible cases um, when it comes to 
uh, kids who can't get up like the kid in Huntsville damn right Nigel his name was Nigel did he shoot himself I don't know how he killed himself however he did it's it's terrible either way but Honestly, I'm I'm glad he did that because one is bringing light to a situation because I because I know I believe Amaya's nineteen. You're such a at a fragile age, especially when you're starting to find yourself and realize what you like, what you don't like. Once you've crossed that milestone, now you're getting into relationships and who you like versus who you don't like, and it's it's good to see that her parents support her in that aspect because not a some parents try to like throw it under the rug and not talk about it. Other parents would disown you, but I'm, I'm glad that a public figure is doing that. So maybe it can segue into more parents accepting it because it's everywhere now. Shit, it's on fucking PBS. Yeah, it, it has been everywhere. I just hate it. I feel like just it may. I know what you mean. It hasn't been really talked about as much now, or like it once was in the past. But I hate. I don't. I just hate that it has to be normalized because I feel like it's always it's always been normal for me. That's just who the fuck I've always been. I'm- she said, bitch better have my money. And well, they gave it to her. Rihanna is making big headlines this week after she became the world's richest female musician by Forbes with a whopping $600 million fortune from everything from her music to her popular Fenty Beauty, which made $100 million in its first few weeks of being uh, launched. Also, from her clothing deals and so much more. Um, Of course, Forbes does these different types of lists every year. And um, I'm going to let Keontae read off the list of, what is this list again? Most successful or the richest female musicians? Yeah, no, she is the richest female musician on the list. But this list is Forbes, Wealthiest Self-Made Women of 2019. And it does their it calculates their assets, their revenues, all the other bullshit in the last fiscal year from June to June. So I'm gonna go ahead and just um, read you guys not the full list because it is 80 names on the list, but we're just gonna round it out. From, what are we gonna start it? We're gonna round it out from the bottom on up. At number 80, we got Serena Williams at 225 million. Not too bad for number 80. 77, I didn't know this one. Reese Witherspoon went 240 million. Number 63, this is another one I didn't know. Ellen has a whopping $330 million fortune. Really? I expected hers to be more. I was expecting her to be like 90, but I guess she has been on TV for a long ass time. Yeah, Ellen's like one of the most popular television. And I think she does podcasts now. She has books, produces. Yeah. She has a YouTube series. She has a lot of shit. Yeah. Ellen at 330. Taylor Swift, you already know, three hundred and sixty million. It's been there for a while. Uh, next, what number was Taylor Swift? She was at number sixty. Next, we have Kim Kardashian at three hundred and seventy million. Number, number fifty-seven on the list. Next, we have Beyonce following up at number fifty-one on the list at four hundred million. Um, I can see that because she did. I I thought it would be a little bit more, but I figured with the underworld tour, it's a little bit more expensive. Plus, she's splitting it with Jay Z. Madonna's still in there, five hundred and seventy million dollar estate. That's one rich ass bitch, and she's sixty years old. Doesn't even look it. Your girl Rihanna, number thirty seven at six hundred million. Kylie is twenty one at one billion. 
Number 21? Number 23. Oh. At 1 billion. No shade. And then Oprah rounded it out at number 10 on, with 2.5 billion. That's what it worth. 2.5 billion, yeah. Jeez, Oprah's. Oprah, Oprah been a goat up. for at least about, a decade now. Who was number one? Uh, number one was the woman I told you from Wisconsin. I don't remember her name, but she has a seven point two billion dollar fortune. Um, she's a construction contractor. She owns. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, lumber supply company, etc. Money, 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 bitch, money. <laughs> that's it for another episode of Damien After Dark. Make sure you're tuning in each and every week on all your favorite major podcasting platforms like Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and so much more wherever podcasts are available. You can even go to Google and type Damien After Dark and listen there for free. Hey, I love you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.